Good morning, Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren. It is August 24th, 2020, and this is episode 40. Thanks so much for being along. It is a beautiful Monday morning, 6 a.m. Got up this morning at 3.45, prayer, meditation, uh, reading. I've started a couple new good books this morning uh, because I completed two, so I added two into the shuffle. Um, One of them being Gary Vaynerchuk's jab, 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 right hook. Super excited about that. Um, another one that I added, uh, which might it might seem weird, but in Asheville, <laughs> Asheville this weekend, I picked up a book that was a used book. It was about the healing of the seven chakras, and uh, I'm excited to just learn more about those. I did some inner child healing work this weekend, some meditation on that, uh, which I'm also excited about. Um, I also wanted to share a little bit about my amends this morning. Um, You know, I'm trying to work through step nine and complete step nine. That means... uh, you know, going back and trying to make right as many wrongs as possible. And one of those people on my list is my mother. Uh, obviously, when I was hitting rock bottom, my actions impacted a lot of people. And one of those people that I need to go back to and just try to clean off my side of the street is my mother. So... This was a tough one because, you know, it's like, what do you do? (laughs) Um, How how do you go back and repair old damages, things you might have said or things you might have done or just in general keeping her up at night? As I know, she stayed up a couple nights, to say the least, uh, wondering where I was or what I was doing or uh, wondering if her baby boy would come home. She gives me chills. Um, so my sponsor suggested, <clears throat> as we were working through this, sponsor suggested that I write her a nice note. You know, get a, go to the store, buy a card, buy a nice card, um, and write her a note. Put it in the mail so that she opens up a piece of mail for, from her son. And... Um, that's what I did this morning. I purchased yesterday a card. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I'm ready to make that amends. So the the card on the the front of the card's got a nice picture of an indoor plant, um, and it just says, "Dear Mom, A.K.A. Doris, A.K.A. Mother, <laughs> you mean the world to me." Uh, Thank you so much for being uh, there for me, especially especially when I hit rock bottom. I want you. I, I want to apologize for anything that I might have done or said that might have caused you uh, you stress, disappointment, 
loss of trust or let you down. As part of my 12-step program, I'm trying to make right as many wrongs from the past as possible. For all those nights I kept you up worrying about me, I sincerely apologize. I don't regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. I just hope to use some of my experience to help others. My amends to you and a few others is also made up of what we call a living amends. This is where I try my best to continue to stay as healthy as possible going forward. You answered the phone when I needed help the most. You guided me through the pain and into the rooms of recovery, and for that I am forever grateful. I love life today and for where I'm headed. Love you so much, Matt, your baby boy. Um, yeah, so... Uh, it's... I know all she wants is for me to be healthy and happy. Uh, I know that this card is not necessary, but for me it is. I need to try my best to clear the slate and start clean. Um, and I think this is the right thing to do. Uh, it's, you know, my my dad, I need to make an amends to him too. I bought a card as well, and I'm, I plan to, to write a card to him. Um, you know, I've... When I was in the bottom of the bottom, I was spending like crazy, uh, taking contracts from customers that were where I was clearly going to be making less than what it cost to build the projects. Uh, There were a couple solar projects where I just wanted to be able to say that I did, that I completed them. Like, for example, there's a for example, there's a chicken farm in Aiken, South Carolina. It's actually up near Manetta, um, the Ridge Spring area. He's a breeder, a chicken breeding complex. Um, and I had them on my radar to, to go solar. And um, it was going to be, he had two different solar projects one that was on Aiken Aiken uh, Electric Cooperative and the other one was on SCE and G um, between the two sites I believe we had somewhere around 737 panels solar panels that it was going to take um, to do to do both jobs he obviously knew this was the largest job I had ever did, signed up for and he wasn't too worried that I would complete it. He just wanted it done as cheap as possible. <laughs> Being a shrewd businessman, uh, somebody that when you go to the local hardware store and they want to know who you're working for, uh, and you tell them who you're working for, they go, ooh, <laughs> oh, man, watch out. You know, that's kind of a bad sign. Uh, but 
I had so much pride and ego wrapped up in this project that I just wanted to do the job. It, it was like it didn't matter if I was going to make any money. It didn't matter if I was going to lose money. Somehow in my mind I had that if I did this project, it would be able to be used as a marketing piece. You know, I would be able to tell everybody else that I did this job for XYZ chicken farmer and somehow that was going to get me more business and see there's a fine line there because you know sometimes I was I've been told you got to early on in business when you're starting out you got to buy your business you got to buy your way into the business or you have to buy a job I should say so what that means is you know you have to pay your price yeah, you have to pay the price sometimes to get the work. I mean, and you have to cut your price just to get a job. So then you could tell somebody that you have done this job over here and that you have experience. Um, like, for example, I, my, my thought was I compared it to the first lawn service job that my brother and I did. We had to buy our way into the business. We didn't know what we were doing first lawn that we mowed we did for $20 um, you know I've shared about this in a, in a podcast his name was Stuart Bethay and this was oh man like 25 years ago Stuart Bethay lived right up the road from us uh, maybe 10 houses up and we didn't know what to charge but somehow we came to the price let's just do $20 um, well that meant that my brother and I would have to because we set aside we set aside half the money to go to equipment so $10 right away is set aside for equipment 10% was supposed to go to marketing and management so 10% of 20 is 2 that's $12 so we're left with 8 so after of the eight left, we're supposed to divide that 50-50 for labor. So I got $4 and he got $4. Um, it, you know, it took us longer than normal because we didn't know what normal was. But the point being, we didn't make any money in the beginning because we had to buy our way into the business. That's, I tried to use that on a this commercial chicken farm job, but... I didn't know that buying my way into the business this hard would break me. Um, I, I, I wasn't. I didn't know the boundary for getting into the business, but not running the business into the ground. Um, you, you know, he's one of these guys that wouldn't it be better if we put it over here? Wouldn't it be a little bit better? If you know, I've been studying these pipes. You know, you, you can't use this pipe. We got to use this pipe. And every time I, I I felt like I did something or showed up the next week ready to work, there would be something else we have to change, or something else he would research and find that was a little bit better. Um, and I'm not complaining too much about that. It's just that I had no way of. I didn't know how to stand my ground. I didn't know how to put my foot down and say, no, we're going to do it this way because this is what the contract says. 
Um, I, I'm, I'm learning more about that on how to deal with that, how to put down my own boundaries and how to be okay to walk away from a project. Um, but the reason why I bring this up is because when I hit rock bottom, I thought that the, the solution to my money problems were more money. And I'm learning through working through all this that the solution to people's money problems is not money. Um, I had more money going out than I had coming in. And the, the solution to what I thought would help the problem was to ask for a $25,000 loan um, from my dad. And he gave it to me out, out of his personal account. He wrote me a check for 25 grand. I think there was a lot there because, you know, for him, he was, he's been in that situation where starting his own business and running low on funds, he's been there. Um, so it wasn't long though after that I was in his office again um, sitting there asking for 30000 and before I knew it I had run up a tab of $55,000 that I owed him um, the second check though came out of his business account I mean, it came out of the business account, and I, that's the company I'm working for today. So there's a little bit of, I need to clean the slate. I need to, um, I need to not feel like I'm a burden on the company. The way to fix this problem, and I've heard and have been told many times, is to come up with a a payment plan you know get the get the company on a payment plan get my dad on the payment plan so that I can feel good and sleep at night knowing that I have done what I needed to do in order to to you know make strides to pay them back well <laughs> um, that I haven't done that yet so I know that I need to, to get on a payment plan with them. Part of what my thought process is, you know, I'm following this Dave Ramsey, um, you know, Financial Peace University, where they talk about baby steps one through seven to financial freedom. Baby one, uh, baby step one is to have an emergency fund of $1,000 in a separate bank account. My wife and I have done that. Baby step two is to get out of all debt. Um, so I separated my debt into active debt and inactive debt. So the active debt are places that are we're calling like crazy. Credit card companies blowing me up. Um, you know, banks <laughs> sending letters, all, all of that determining when I hit rock bottom which debt is going to be considered a part of the um, 
the, the fail of the business and which debt is going to be considered that needed to be paid back. One of the key ways that we determined which debt was going to be paid back and which debt was going to be um, ignored, shall we say, part of that, a lot of that was based on which of it was in Megan's name. So there was some of these loans and credit cards that when I took them out, had her name on them. Um, she wasn't too excited about that whenever whenever it came time. You know, uh, like just to give you one, for example, we had, we had a trip to, I don't know where it was. It was some you know, trip to Jamaica or something that we went on. And on the plane flight, they offered, oh, you know, if you get, if you sign up today for the American Airlines um, credit card, you'll get thirty thousand points or something crazy like that. Uh, well, signing up for American Airlines credit card or or any other air, airlines credit card for that matter means that you have a credit card. Well, uh, it's like giving an alcoholic a, a bottle of bourbon and, and putting it in the trunk of his car. <laughs> you know, it, it might sit there for a day or two without him touching it. It might sit there and just kind of slosh around in the back of the car, you know, in the container. But one day, he's going to be pulled over on the side of the road, or one day he's going to be having a good day or a bad day and pull out the... the uh, the bourbon and drink it well you give somebody that's a under earner you know an under earner somebody that doesn't earn what they should be charging and that was the prime example of what I explained earlier about the, the chicken farmer you know under underbidding that project is under earning um, I also had a debting problem, you know, I, I would get a buzz out of borrowing other people's money to solve my, my problems, what I think would solve my problems. Um, and then all of that was wrapped into this overspending. Um, when I hit rock bottom and lost my granddad, I got a little high off of buying stuff, you know, buying stuff for this shipping container that was going to be the prototype. Um, uh, the the private secure off the grid gross grow site. I bought all. I remember never. I remember being in an Ace Hardware store in Chapin and spending like twelve hundred dollars on anything and everything that was pretty much electric that could plug into this solar hybrid. Um, generator um, that this shipping container would would like run off of um, anyway I, I spent a bunch of money uh, on just things that I could justify in my head as business expenses when really they probably they were but I didn't have the money to pay for them so I was putting things on credit cards um, so I say all that to say that part of making my amends to my dad is 
that I need to, um, you know, actually come up with a payment plan and I need to submit that, if you will, as part of the amends process with this note. Um, I don't really want a note to arrive for my mom and, uh, my dad just kind of sit there and be like, well, where's mine? <laughs> you know, I, I think I need to do them both at the same time. Uh, so I'm excited about this. I think this is huge progress. Um, there was a big, you know, one of the largest amends that I've had to make that really drained me was to my brother and part of that amends meant that I wanted to keep the distance right now and keep, you know, keep the, the communication space and gap that I've set up. Um, there's a lot of history there, but I did apologize for anything that I'd done wrong to him in a letter, but it also stated that I, I, I would like to maintain the distance right now so that I can keep working on myself um, for my family for my daughter and my wife Uh, and it feels so good to 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 detach from a toxic relationship it feels so good to detach Um, I'm learning in Al-Anon that you know Detaching with love is sometimes the, the best way to show somebody that you do love them is to actually put some space between you and them to allow them to hit rock bottom or allow them to, to go through their own pain. Uh, so I hope this was of some benefit to you, um, but more so it was to allow me to work through and talk through this process. Um, you know, to, to finish up this piece of the financial amends to my father and my mom, um, you know, baby step three on, on, on the Dave Ramsey financial piece plan, uh, baby step three is to put aside three to six months of expenses in a bank account and that's kind of like the rainy day fund Um, so by by really getting a hold of my finances and knowing what we spend and what we make I know that we need to put anywhere between 30 and 60 thousand dollars into a bank account for this rainy day fund uh, so my goal right now is to put 30000 uh for three months of expenses in case I lose a job, in case somebody gets hurt, um, somebody gets sick. You know, we have to have three months of reserves in a, in a bank account. And uh, right now we're looking at about ten to 11000 in the bank. Um, so... My thought was originally to to start paying back my dad and the company 
once I once I got through with baby step three. Um, but I I need you know I'm turning this over and surrendering this, but I really feel like I need to communicate with my dad um, where I stand and where I am and give him an update out of respect and and love really um, give him an update on where I am and what I've paid off and what I've walked away from and chalked off as the loss of the business um, but you know I'm not going to write off or try to you know just scratch off the list my dad's debt uh, I, I really want to pay that back uh, because he was there when I needed him the most and when banks would not loan me um, and, and this is not to do it so that one day I might be able to get a loan again <laughs> I think that's that's out of the picture um, you know borrowing more money from my dad is out I'm not going to do that I'm I'm telling you right now it's part of debtors anonymous uh, we live day to day committing to staying out of debt and committing to not borrowing um, borrowing money not not borrowing money like uh, and they call it um, not taking out any unsecured loans so unsecured loans are like credit cards borrowing money from family or friends um a secured loan would be like a house payment or a, or a car payment. Those are loans that are backed by collateral. Uh, but I want to pledge to myself and pledge to you that, and be very clear that I'm, I'm not making an effort to pay him back so that the, 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 the slate will be clean and hopefully I can borrow more money again. Like that's not going to happen, uh, and it feels so good to be able to say that, or at least try to try to do that. You know, I, I'm not I'm not saying that I'll never be in a position to never need money again. I, I'm just saying that I don't want to borrow money again. I don't want to put myself in that position. So, uh, I hope you have a wonderful morning. Remember to make your contribution. If if this was of some benefit to you, or might be a benefit to others please feel free to forward it to them and subscribe up. Uh, check us out on the website at pathtowarren.com and uh, I'll keep you updated. Thanks so much and hope you have a great day.